Hello world, it's John Pinto, your roving realtor, bon vivant, video blogger, and I am here with Eric Soren, all things home inspection, termite inspection, uh, and uh, roof inspection. How are you, Eric? Very well, John. Thank you for asking. Excellent. And uh, Rafael Batanzas, uh, how are you today? Doing great, guys. Excellent. So... We're going to talk a little bit today about termite inspections, further inspection findings, and I will wax poetic uh, as a realtor on further inspection findings. Uh, uh, first of all, as a listing agent, I do caution my seller. Uh, you try to move your personal property away from the walls in the garage. Make sure the attic access is open or uh, accessible make sure the crawl space doesn't have a bunch of boxes and clothes on top of it. If you've got a room with a roommate in there, uh, make sure the, the room is not locked. Right. Um, you know, and when I'm the buyer's agent, I really want a complete inspection. I don't want uh, a lot of further inspections that need to be found because the listing agent thinks he's doing me a favor, providing me partial inspections. And that is not a favor, it's incomplete. So uh, please uh, comment, Eric, on further inspection findings, how people can prepare their house for showings and what we should be cautious about with further inspection findings. Oh, well, that's a great question, John. Thank you for asking. Um, further inspections are something that basically is an area of the home that we could not get to during our original inspection. Um, a great example of this would be out in the garage. Uh, typically the listing agent will say, you know, on a move some of the furniture out of the house, make the house appear larger and that's, that's fine. Uh, but when you put it out in the garage, it's up against the walls. We cannot inspect that area and we're gonna have to come back and do what we call a re-inspection. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the time when you're the buying agent and you started these inspections, you're now in your contingency period and you have a limited amount of time to get all those inspections done. So really as a seller, you want to make sure that when the inspector comes, he can get up in the attic, he can get in the crawl space, and he can get around that perimeter area in the garage. Thank you. Thank you. So um, let's, uh, let me think about a couple of other areas that are inacceptable, inaccessible. Every now and then they can't get into the breaker box. Uh -huh. So how can we prevent that problem from happening? Uh, hopefully, you know, you've left a list of um, information as far as where keys might be located. Um, if not, we actually have a PDF on our website that's how to prepare your home for a home inspection. And it's basically, you know, make sure the animals are gone, uh, make sure everything's unlocked and accessible. It might seem very simple, but these are things that as a homeowner, you might not think of. I've actually knocked on the door of the home and the buyer or seller is wondering if I actually need to get in the house to do the inspection. <laughs> yes, yes, we do need to get inside the house to do the inspection. Well, thank you for that. And uh, so are there any other um, inaccessible areas or further inspection items uh, that we haven't addressed that we should uh, bring up? Um, I just did an inspection the other day and for some reason the seller had a beautiful house, but the furnace, the water heater, everything in the garage was covered up 
uh, we couldn't get to any of those things. So as the buyer, you're not going to have any idea how well these things are working, if they're, if they're wired correctly, hooked up correctly, and operating properly, or even how old they are. So you want to make sure that you can get to all those areas um, at the first time you come there for the inspection. Raphael, it sounds like that uh, PDF and video on how to uh, prepare your house for the inspection is a big one because that will save a tremendous amount of aggravation for all parties involved, the listing agent, the buyer's agent, the buyer and the seller, uh, because it is just a nuisance if there's a lack of communications between those parties and uh, home guard on making sure they can do a complete inspection. So you have a great opportunity there. Absolutely. And, and if any agent, you know, tuning in and listening, it, it's um, or any offices would like us to come in and, and do these presentations, you know, kind of like a lunch and learn kind of setting, we'll, we'll be more than happy to do that. Obviously, following all of the COVID rules and all that stuff. I think there's a great opportunity to do uh, regularly scheduled Zooms with uh, real estate offices. You know, uh, real estate managers are always trying to be relevant and uh, come up with subjects. Uh, and uh, I can't overemphasize how robust and content rich, rich the uh, HomeGuard website is with videos and PDFs. So uh, there is a great opportunity. And I will encourage all of my fellow broker managers uh, to consider setting up regular Zooms with uh, uh, HomeGuard. But in the meantime, we will continue to do these videos so everybody can watch them on their own. So, uh, Eric, anything else uh, on uh, further inspection items? Yeah, a very important thing to consider is when you're getting a termite inspection and there are further inspection items, you can actually, if we have all the Section 1 damage completed, you can get a certification without those further inspections being done. Um, I don't recommend that at all, especially if you haven't got into the attic or in the crawl space. Uh, who knows what could be lurking down there, typically some kind of damage or termites. Um, so make sure you get all those uh, further inspection items completed before you go through with the transaction. Let's use that concept as a jumping off point. Uh, I think there's probably 200,000 litigating attorneys in the state of California. Um, home prices are high in, uh, in California, and we're talking about a lot of equity. Right. And um, so we want to make the transactions um, as less like, least likely to be lit litigated as we possibly can, right. which means you want complete transparency and thorough inspections. You don't want to leave anything to the imagination. Uh, you want to be very thorough on your disclosures. So we will use Eric's words uh, to underscore that standard of practice that uh, over-disclosure and transparency is best. Would you agree with that, Eric? I would absolutely, <clears throat> I'd absolutely agree with that. Um, we don't want someone coming back after they purchased a home saying that they didn't realize that these issues were there. You want to take the burden off yourself as an uh, agent and put that on our shoulders and we'll come out and do that inspection and take that responsibility away from you. And those are very wide shoulders indeed. I am happy to put things on 
your shoulders. I find your reports to be very comforting professionally. So thank you very much, uh, Eric. And uh, Eric, please uh, direct us uh, to uh, where we should go online to get all this information. Sure, please go to our website at homeguard.com. We have a lot of information and videos, uh, even instructional videos we have on there for first time buyers. And uh, Raphael, if uh, broker managers want to do any office meetings, Zooms, and or get this, if uh, any uh, agents want to do a Zoom meeting that it, they would invite their clients on on any of these subjects, or they want their concierge, Raphael, to uh, order inspections or get them information, how can they contact you? Absolutely. You guys can reach me at 707-616-8762. You can call me, you can text me, or you can email me at rbetamsis at homeguard.com. That's the letter R, my last name, at homeguard.com. Gentlemen, thank you so much for imparting all of that information. I look forward to our next video together. And thank you all out there for watching our video. And we will see you on the next page.